Syrian mortar shells landed in northern Israel this week in the Golan Heights. They didn't cause any damage, but they were a reminder for residents of the Israeli-controlled territory that many years of relative quiet there may be coming to an end. The world's Matthew Bell paid a visit to the ceasefire line that divides longtime enemies Syria and Israel. A hulking white armored vehicle with big black letters UN passes through a checkpoint in the Golan Heights from the Syrian to the Israeli side. These soldiers in camouflage uniforms and powder blue helmets are part of the United Nations Disengagement Observer Force. The force has been here since 1974, and its mission has largely been a success. 1,200 peacekeepers help prevent Syria and Israel from going to war. But Syria's own civil war is putting the UN operation in jeopardy. For the second time, Syrian rebels last week kidnapped a group of UN observers from the Philippines. They were released, but their government said it plans to bring its contingent of peacekeepers home. That's an ominous sign for Israeli residents of the Golan Heights. At Alonai Habashan, they've been cleaning out the bomb shelters and updating emergency plans just in case. This community is home to a few hundred Israelis, and it's just a few hundred yards from Israel's border fence along the Syrian frontier. But the newly rebuilt fence didn't stop two stray Syrian rockets from landing in their village, says Israel Bar. It's extremely uncomfortable, Barr says. We've had all these years of quiet here in the Golan, and now suddenly there's a lot to worry about. Barr says the sound of fighting in Syria can be heard clearly and often from here. Residents are more careful about hiking in the area. They're also applying for permits to keep weapons in their home. Errant shells are one thing. For many here, what's really alarming is that the Syrian army might decide to start attacking Israelis. Israel Radio this week reported on a direct threat from Syria. The report included comments from Syria's information minister. He said the Golan Heights, which Israel captured in the 1967 war, still belonged to Syria from the sky above to the earth below, and that Syria will do whatever it takes to liberate the territory from Israeli occupation. That kind of rhetoric is nothing new, but there is a new reality. Israel is thought to have bombed Syria three times this year to stop weapons being transferred to Syria's ally Hezbollah in Lebanon. Syria's president, Bashar al-Assad, has warned that another Israeli strike would bring retaliation. Many Israelis consider Assad to be the devil they know, but the raging civil war brings uncertainty. His threats have to be taken seriously right now, says Inbal alone. She's an Israeli tourist visiting the Golan Heights with her husband and their two daughters. Assad has a lot of power, Alon says. He could start a war with Israel and that could mean a lot of people getting killed. She doesn't know what comes next in Syria, but she says at this point Assad is bad for Israel. She hopes the rebels get rid of him. Still, what will be in Syria is a troublesome question for many Israelis living in the Golan Heights. Maybe it can be like in the Gaza border, uh, like a terror situation. Elisha Yellen has lived in the Golan Heights for 45 years. He fought with the Israeli army against Syrian troops during the 1973 war. 
He says maybe people here are in denial about what might change along the ceasefire line. Yellen is standing near the U.N. checkpoint, looking at the Israeli flag on one side and the Syrian flag just beyond it. I think this is the best situation if it will be very clear border between us and the Syrian. Again, Syrian flag. I have no problem with the Syrian flag. Because this is a sign of, of government, of controlling, of, of something that you can trust. That flag, he says, might be the flag of Israel's enemy, but it's also a sign of stability. Yellen says what he really worries about is the U.N. peacekeeping force pulling out, Islamic extremist groups taking over the area, and a failed state situation right next door in Syria. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell.